So many people want to get better at Facebook ads, but the problem is as soon as they start learning it, they get confused and overwhelmed with all the different definitions and terms. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to go through the 69 Facebook ad definitions that you must know. And in doing so, you'll not only learn the building blocks of Facebook ads, but you're going to be ramping up your marketing massively too. Welcome to Marketing Made Easy with Jam Tang. Our mission is to help you create a successful business you love. So let's get started now with your host, Cham Tang. So every skill has its own language or lingo to learn. So Facebook ads is no different. So in this podcast, I put together a comprehensive list of terms and what they mean for you in plain English especially from a business owner's point of view. Because when you read on the website of Facebook and when you look at different blog posts, quite often they're getting way too technical. And it's a lot of stuff that you don't even know what it means, but you don't need to know it in the first place. So the benefits of learning these Facebook ad definitions and terms are many, such as you'll improve your Facebook ads by understanding what certain settings and marketing words mean. You'll be able to talk to staff or fellow business owners or marketing contractors or agencies and know what you're talking about. You'll also learn about Facebook ads in bite-sized chunks, so just one word at a time. I remember when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki talks about financial literacy. Like a lot of people aren't wealthy because they don't know what certain words mean, like dividend yield or return on investment. Likewise, a lot of people can't attract clients because they don't even know what certain Facebook terms mean, like impression, reach, or campaign optimization. So you'll be able to learn Facebook ads just by learning definitions um, one step at a time. You also understand other marketing things like other marketing podcasts, um, episodes, other marketing lessons, other YouTube videos a lot more easily because it's very hard to understand a sentence like, you want to ensure your duplicate, you duplicate your ad set at the campaign level. It's very hard to understand that sentence when you aren't exactly sure what ad set or campaign level mean in the first place. So I'm going to go through 69 of these, te- these terms. Now I know that is a lot of terms. When you're learning something new for the very first time, repetition is going to be the mother of skill. So my advice is to have this on repeat many times. And here's a very hot tip for you. In order to get the most out of this lesson, you want to listen to it and you can hit pause or you can guess what that definition means as I'm saying it. Throughout it, I'm going to number the definitions. I'll say number one, Facebook profile. When I say number one, Facebook profile or whatever the definition or term is, you should try and think about what that means in your head. So it's like I'm testing you as you go along. So there are a lot of terms here. I want it to be comprehensive. Don't let it overwhelm you. You don't have to know absolutely all of them on the first listen through. But once you learn at least you know 90% of these terms, they're not going to change from year to year. So by learning all these terms, you actually learn about Facebook ads, but you're really building a successful business and you're really building a solid foundation on marketing too. So it's like learning a new language, reinforce it with repetition. But once you've got it locked in, now you can start to look at the Facebook ads manager, look at placing Facebook ads a lot more easily than before because you know what all the different definitions mean in the first place. Just by learning certain words and what they mean, like impression or reach or frequency, uh, along the way of teaching these definitions, I'm going to explain how I use them um, 
where it's a quick explanation to do that. If you want to know where all the terms are, if you want to print them out and test yourself that way, a good kind of cheat sheet to, to print out is available at authentic.com.au forward slash easy five, because this is the fifth episode. That's why it's easy five. So here's a tip. I put the definitions in a table so you can cover up what the actual definition of the word is on the right-hand side and test yourself by only looking at the word on the left-hand side. So just a word of warning. Yes, there are a lot of definitions here. Just do the best you can and listen to it multiple times until you start to get the hang of it. So let's crack on. So the first definition is Facebook profile. So your Facebook profile is your personal account that you use that someone can become friends with. Like if you go to facebook.com forward slash authentic champ, that's a profile. You become friends with a profile. That's quite different to definition number two, which is Facebook page. A page is for a business or person. So facebook.com forward slash champtang official, that's a page. Facebook.com forward slash authentic education, that's a page, but for a business. So a page is something that has likes. So, so far we've got a profile is something you become friends with. A page is something that has likes. You need a Facebook page to run ads. Definition number three, Facebook group. This is a group of people discussing ideas or sharing things for a specific purpose, such as facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash marketing dot made dot easy dot group. That is a group uh, that you join. So a group is something you join, a page is something you like, and a profile is something you become friends with. A lot of people get that terminology mixed up, especially because I can have a profile called Chamtang and I can have a page also called Chamtang. Number four, Facebook account. This is what you log on to Facebook with. It's your username and password that you use to log on to Facebook. Then you've got number five, Facebook ads account. This is a separate account where you've entered things like your business name, credit card details. You need this Facebook ads account to place Facebook ads. But the way you log on to it is still using your Facebook username and password um, that you're used to using. Number six, Facebook ads manager. This is where you should be placing all of your ads from. To get there, you go to facebook.com forward slash ads manager. Number seven, this is more if you've got other people helping you to place ads, you want to create a Facebook business manager. A Facebook business manager is a separate account that you use to manage all the different people in your um, Facebook ads manager. So if you might want to give a staff member access to your Facebook ads, uh, you do that by Facebook business manager because you're not going to give them your personal username and password to your Facebook profile. So we create a Facebook business manager to do that. It also helps you manage multiple accounts. Let's say you're a digital agency and you've got access to multiple accounts. The Facebook business manager will allow you to do that. Number eight, boosted post. This is a little button that you may see on your Facebook page. It says, hey, this post is doing 75% better than all your posts. Throw $10 at it and you could reach another 4,000 people or whatever it is. That's boosting a post. So you can place ads like that, but it is really a kindergarten way to do it. You should really be going through the Facebook Ads Manager because it has so many more bells and whistles. Number nine, Facebook News Feed. This is the primary means for users to consume information on Facebook. It mainly consists of constantly updating feeds of your friends' activities and third-party advertisements. It's something that you scroll through, the Facebook News Feed. 
I'm just talking about Facebook here, but 90% of these terms also apply to Instagram, by the way, because Facebook owns Instagram, and the same way you place an Instagram ad is by going to facebook.com forward slash ads manager. So placing a Facebook ad and an Instagram ad is like 95% exactly the same. The only thing that's different is when you're placing a Facebook ad, you've got many different what they call placements where you can place your ad like on the mobile news feed, on the mobile, uh, sorry, on the desktop news feed. One of the placements happens to be Instagram news feed. One of the placements happens to be Instagram stories. So besides clicking that little button, um, it's pretty much the same thing. So next we've got number 10, Facebook post. A Facebook post, also known as a status update, it's a message, an image, or a video that you can um, give out to people. It's like a comment or a picture, something that you would paste uh, post on your own wall. So you're all used to Facebook posts, I assume. But if in case you're not, it's just something that you post on your wall and other people can see in their newsfeed. Number 11, a Facebook story. This is a maximum 15 second, very short image or video that you can put that only lasts for 24 hours for people. If you want to place an ad, obviously it lasts longer than 24 hours. But this Facebook story that people update, um, Instagram has stories as well. It only lasts for 24 hours. Number 12, Facebook Live. This is a feature where if you can do it on your mobile or a desktop, you can create a video of yourself that goes live to all of your followers. Number 13, Facebook Messenger. This is another way to communicate through Facebook. It's like different messages that you can chat um, to all of your friends. So, kind of like WhatsApp, but on Facebook. You've got WhatsApp Messenger, and now you've got Facebook Messenger as well. Uh, number 14, we call it a Facebook vanity URL. Before when I said facebook.com forward slash champtang official, a lot of you may not have that. You need to have a certain number of followers and likes before you can get that. It's roughly um, 25 to 100, depending on many different things. But you just look on your business page, your Facebook business page, and you can look at the settings and you can create a, a vanity URL as long as it's not taken already by someone else. Number 15. Now we get into more of the Facebook ads manager lingo. I do realize hanging, you're hanging in there. We're going thick and fast because I've planned this episode for you to listen to multiple times. It's not just listen to once and you get it. It's quite different to any other episode I've released before because we are going heavy into the detail. So number 15 is a campaign. A campaign is a particular or product or service you're promoting. Um, within a certain period of time. So you might create a Facebook ads campaign, call it the, the shoe collection of spring 2020. That's an example of a campaign. Or it could be time management ebook leads. That's another example of a campaign. So you've got a specific kind of objective that you're trying to gear all of your marketing to. Number 16 is an ad set. So we've got a campaign. Within a campaign, we've got many different ad sets. An ad set as the name suggests, is a set of ads. The ad set is where you control things like your budget, your audience, like if you want to market to women over the age of 30 who are interested in spirituality. Um, it also is where you set your placement. So if you want desktop, newsfeed, etc. So the ad set, what we call at the ad set level, is where you control things like budget, audience, placement. The campaign I know it's a bit confusing. You can also control budget from the campaign level, but you're mainly only selecting what we call your campaign objective in the campaign. I'm going to talk about campaign objectives a little later on. Hang in there. Once again, <laughs> this is all news to you. You've got to listen to this multiple times uh, before it starts to sink in. Number 17 is an ad. 
This is the individual ad that you see on your Facebook news feed, as an example. So this could be an, an image with some text or a video with some text. That's what a Facebook ad is. Definition number 18 is where we talk about different levels, the campaign level, the ad set level, or the ad level. You'll hear these terms being thrown around, and I want you to know what they mean. So inside a campaign, we can have many ad sets. Inside an ad set, we can have many different ads. So it's like a tree structure. If I'm looking at the campaign level, well, now I'm, I'm looking at settings that are only valid for things in the campaign, namely being campaign objective and your budget. If I'm looking at the ad set level, well, I'm only looking at things that I can change in the ad set, such as the audience, the placement, the budget. If I'm looking at the ad level, then I can, I'm only looking at things I can change at the ad level, such as the image, the video, the text, the link that they go to when they click the ad. Number 19, buying type. This is just how you're purchasing your ads, if it's auctioned, fixed price, or reach and frequency. 99% of people are just going to do auction. Number 20, the word auction, what does that mean? For each impression, for every time an ad is impressed on someone's newsfeed, the way Facebook works in the background, it's an auction system. So it's got a lot of bidders and a lot of buyers, a lot of companies that want to um, bid to, to actually place an ad, and a lot of buyers, as, as in a lot of users who are about to view that ad. So that's what we talk about when we're talking about an auction as, as a very um, high-level overview. Number 21, reach and frequency. This means you can place your ads based on how many people are going to see the ad, which is reach, how many unique people um, are going to see the ad. That's called reach. And then the frequency. On average, how many times are they going to see that? Most people wouldn't do that. Unless you're a massive company, you wouldn't really use reach and frequency. Now we're getting into what we call campaign objectives. Um, number 22 is awareness, consideration, or conversion. These three terms that you may see when you're placing a Facebook ad or in marketing in general, awareness, consideration, conversion, they are the three parts of the funnel. If you imagine a funnel, which is like an upside down, upside down triangle, the top of the funnel is awareness. You're just trying to build awareness. The middle of the funnel is consideration. Now people are considering purchasing from you or considering taking whatever action you have in the ad, like download an ebook or watch a video. And then we've got conversion, which is the bottom of the funnel. This is they're actually putting in their credit card details, or they're actually putting in their name and email address for you to give them a call. That's what those three things mean. So next we've got number 23, the campaign objective. Very important part. Your advertising campaign objective is what you want people to do when they see your ads. So you could set your campaign objective to many different um, types of things, which we're about to go through in a second. But why it's important is you're telling Facebook what success looks like. There are people on Facebook that will fill in forms. There are people on Facebook who will watch videos but won't fill in a form. There are people on Facebook who will view an image that will hit the like button, but they won't view a video. Facebook knows all those different types of people. So you've got to let Facebook know out of the millions of people you can reach, what does success look like? And we'll hand you more of those people. Very, very important thing to do. Number 24, algorithm. You may have heard things like algorithm, artificial intelligence, secret source, big data, machine learning. I'm going to group all of these things together. And an algorithm is really a set of rules followed by a computer to achieve a certain solution to a problem. So a set of rules followed by a computer to achieve a set of um, solutions to a problem. 
So in this case for Facebook ads, the, the problem is how can we get people to view this ad and put in their credit card details? Or how can we get people to view this ad and put in their name and email address so I can give them a call, whatever the objective you have set is. So this is the secret source. Facebook won't let us know exactly how this occurs, but it's you know decades of research and development on their part. Out of all the algorithms I've tested, like I've run ads on Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google, Facebook wins pretty much hands down. Google is a, a kind of a close second, but LinkedIn and then the rest of them are so far behind, it's not even funny. Number five, brand awareness. This is one of the campaign objectives. This is only for big businesses if you just want people to see your ad, but you don't want them to take any action. Number 26, reach. This is uh, meaning you just want to reach as many unique people as possible. So as many people as there are in a particular you know, demographic, I want people, as many people as possible to see that ad. I don't want them to see it multiple times. I don't care if they take action or not. I just want them to see it. Why would that be important? If you're a massive business like McDonald's or something and you're placing an ad, you just want to reach as many people as possible. You're not trying to get them to buy a Big Mac on the spot. You know sooner or later in their daily life, they're going to see the golden arches. So you just want to reach as many people as possible. Number 27, traffic. This is clicks to your website or clicks to somewhere. You want to get as much traffic as possible. Number 28, engagement. Engagement, this is a campaign objective once again. Engagement is all of the things that they can do with your ad that shows that they're interested, that shows that they're engaged, such as click something, such as hit the like button, comment, share, send it to a friend, um, mark it as their favorites. There's lots of things they can do that shows engagement. Number 29, app installs. If you're advertising an app, you're saying to Facebook, success looks like when people install this app. Number 30, video views. This means you want people to watch your video as much as possible. The good thing about using something like this is later on you can do something very tricky and more advanced is you can create a custom audience and just remarket to people who watched at least 25% of that video or people who watched 50% of the video or people who watched at least two seconds of the video. But that's the campaign objective of video views. Number 31 is lead generation. This is where you can place an ad on Facebook, but you don't need a website. You can fill in a form on, on Facebook's website without you needing a website. Number 32, messages. If you want to start a conversation with people via Facebook Messenger, this is where you'd select this campaign objective. Number 33, conversions. This is what 90% of people should be selecting when they create their Facebook ad. The conversions objective focuses on getting people to take action. This is things like putting in their, their details to download an ebook, attend a webinar, buy something from your website, etc. Number 34, catalog sales. More for e-commerce if you've got a catalog of like women's clothes or toys or something like that. But um, catalog sales is a campaign objective. Number 35, store traffic. So if you've got a physical store and you want people to go to your physical store, then you can select store traffic instead. Number 36, A-B test. You may have seen on Facebook, you can create an A-B test. This lets you change certain variables, such as your ad, such as your audience, to see which one performs the best. For most people, I wouldn't use this. Instead of creating a test like this, I would be duplicating a campaign or duplicating an ad set or duplicating an ad instead and changing it yourself. Why? Because in my experience, Facebook determines the winner way too quickly um, for my liking. Number 37, campaign budget optimization. Before I mention that you can set how much you want to spend as a daily budget at the campaign level 
or at the ad set level. If you select it at the campaign level, it's what we call campaign budget optimization. You're saying for all the different ad sets in this campaign, I want my daily budget to be $100. Just figure out where to spend my $100 the best. Or you could say, instead of that, I want to have ad set budget optimization. I want to spend you know, $50 for each of these ad sets because one is for men and one is for women. So spend $50 on men and $50 on women. But if you set it to campaign budget optimization, you just say $100 for both men and women in total. Just do whichever gets me the best result. So most of the time you want to do campaign budget optimization. It's a little bit more advanced, but sometimes you want to do ad set budget optimization. Number 38, by the way, I know we're going thick and fast right now. You're hanging in there. You're overwhelmed. You maybe even thought to yourself, why am I going to just keep listening to this and get hit in the head with more (laughs) more definitions? Because I don't expect you to um, digest it all in one go. It's fine to pause. It's fine to go to authentic.com.au forward slash easy five and then read some of the definitions as we go along. Copy and paste into a Microsoft Word document. Add your own notes if you like. Revisit this. Or you could just keep listening to it on replay two, three, four, five times until it becomes second nature. But I, the first step is being aware of the terms. The next step for you could be knowing kind of what they mean. The third step could be really knowing what they mean. And the fourth step could be the next time you see it, you'd be thinking, oh, that's right. Cham said this meant that. It's like now I can understand when I'm placing a Facebook ad what that thing called you know, frequency means. Or Cham said 90% of people should pick conversion objective. Um, so these terms will become like normal terms that you're used to um, after a while. And if you don't know these terms, then you've almost got no hope of placing a successful ad if you don't know what the terms mean. So just hang in there. You're not supposed to get it all at once. So what are we up to? 38 daily budget. This is the maximum amount you're willing to spend on your ad um, or your ad, ad set or your campaign, but it's a daily budget. That'll be in your currency, $20 Australian a day, 50 pounds, whatever it happens to be. Lifetime budget. This lets you set the amount to spend over the lifetime of your campaign. I wouldn't recommend this. The reason I wouldn't recommend lifetime budgets, that means you've set an end date for your campaign. The downside of setting an end date for your campaign means that it won't be evergreen. You can't always switch it on and off as you please. So I wouldn't do that. Number 40, bid. This is the amount of money you're choosing to pay to get your ad seen by your audience. Normally, I just use it on automatic bidding. So I wouldn't really um, muck around with that. I would say about 80% or so of the settings that you can change in Facebook, you shouldn't change in Facebook. You should leave them as default. That's about 80% of them. The campaign bid strategy. So you can bid like we talked about on auction or reach and frequency. If you see this, just choose auction. Unless you really know what you're doing, just choose auction. Number 42, Facebook Pixel. You may have heard this before, but the Pixel lets you track and measure what people are doing on your website. So it can track and measure which people are going to your page and not doing anything, which people are actually converting etc. So it's a little bit of code. The Facebook pixel is a little bit of code or a little bit of um, information that you got to put on every page on your website. You don't do it manually. You do it automatically with what's known as a, as a plugin. Or Facebook recently has created a Facebook setup tool that allows you to do it without having to be like some computer programmer or something. But the Facebook pixel, if you're sending traffic to your website, you 100% need to have it on your website. If you do not have the Facebook pixel on your website, it means a lot of bad things are happening. Number one bad thing that's happening, 
Facebook doesn't know what success looks like because you didn't give them access to your site. You don't know if the people that they're sending there are buying or not. You can't do things like custom audiences, which means you can't retarget people. A lot of people go to your website, but they're not quite over the line yet. If you don't have the Facebook pixel, you have no way of um, re-engaging those people who, who went there. You don't do things like lookalike audiences. So there's just a lot of bad things that happen if you don't install the Facebook pixel correctly. Number 43, retargeting. So Facebook retargeting is the process of finding people who've visited your site and then using that data to find their Facebook profiles and advertise them to again. You may have heard it be called remarketing. It's not just Facebook that does this. You can also do it on you know, Google and YouTube and stuff like that. But that's uh, retargeting. So this is what's possible too. You could run a Google ad or you could run an email marketing campaign and you could send them to your landing page. You could send them to a page on your website about women's shoes, as an example. Then all of the people who came through the Google ad or came through your email marketing or came through you know, the podcast interview you were on recently, all of those people you could find again on Facebook. So even though it could have been someone else's podcast. All of those listeners that came to that certain page, you could find them again on Facebook and you can run an ad that says, hey, I saw you came to my page recently, um, but you didn't fill in your details. By the way, here are three frequently asked questions. Number 44, custom conversion. A custom conversion, this is on a similar vein to the Facebook pixel, but a custom conversion lets you optimize your ads for certain events that take place on your website. So you could say, Hey, Facebook, success looks like when someone fills in their details and gets to the page that says, thank you for downloading my time management ebook. That's what success looks like. That's what we call a custom conversion. You're specifically saying which page um, is a successful outcome. Number 45, audience size. Think of your audience like a little bit like a jar of assorted jelly beans. If you're blindfolded and you're trying to find the jelly bean that you're reaching into the jar for, then the likelihood that you'll get there is very, very low. But, however, if you've got an audience size that is narrowed down to just like the red jelly beans because you know they're the ones that you're more looking for, then you're a lot likely to get a higher hit rate. So with audience size, there is a sweet spot. So what I, I try and say, this could be a little bit confusing for some, but very important for others. For every $1 that you want to spend per day, you want to have your audience size be in between 1,000 to 10,000 people. That's just the sweet spot I found in my experience. So if you're, if you're willing to spend $5 a day every day, your audience size when you're placing ads, also known as your potential reach, which we're about to get into, should be anywhere between 5,000 to 50,000. If it's too low, like 500 people, and you're spending $5 a day, the audience size is way too low. What that means then is you're going to be showing your ad multiple times to the same person, which is a bit of waste of money. And if your audience size is too big, like 5 million people, and you're only spending $5, the downside is it's too broad. You're, you're trying to reach too many people. So just narrow it down to a, a smaller age group or more targeted interests. Number 46, potential reach. This estimates how many people your ad could potentially reach depending on the targeting and a whole bunch of other factors, like if you hit men or women or if it's like a 20-kilometer radius from, from Sydney or something like that, what interests they're interested in, like is it and they're interested in Oprah Winfrey or The Secret or something like that. So potential reach, like I mentioned, for every dollar you spend per day, you want that potential reach 
to see in between one to 10,000. By the way, very, very detailed step. Sometimes people say they can't see the potential reach. That's because there's a little box um, near that area that says expansion. Any box that says expand or expansion, untick that box and you'll be able to see it. Number 47, conversion window. You may see the terms seven-day click or one-day conversion window. What this means is how long does it take for people to actually convert? So if people are looking at your ebook, they're probably going to make their mind up whether or not they want to download it within 24 hours. So we want to have a one-day conversion window. If something takes a lot longer, like it's a $500 dress, sometimes it might take people a little bit longer to make that decision. So you might want to have a seven-day conversion window. If, if you're unsure, just pick a one-day conversion window. That's important because that's how Facebook tracks whether or not your ad made any difference. It's either going to give it one day to make the decision or seven days. 48, reach. The reach is the number of unique people who saw your ad. The reach is very important because now we're talking about the number of unique people who saw it. Number 49, conversion. So a conversion is converting something to something else. You're converting a prospect into a lead or a prospect into a paying customer. So there are many different conversions, but typically it's someone putting in their details so that you can call them or email them or SMS them, or it's someone putting in their credit card details because they're purchasing something. That's typically what a conversion is for most people. Number 50, an audience. An audience is a group of people who can potentially see your Facebook ads. There are many different types of audiences, like you can create a saved audience, such as I'm going to create an audience of women between the age of 30 and 50 who live within a 20-mile radius of London who are interested in horseback riding. That's a saved audience. I can create, um, by the way, that was number 51. Number 51 is saved audience. It's an audience that you define by choosing people's interests, location, age, gender, uh, many different things. Number 52 is a custom audience. This is a list of your current customers or people who have engaged with your business in some way. Very important because if you've got $100 to spend, why spend it on someone totally new when you can spend it on someone you've already engaged with? So a custom audience could be the, show me all of the people who have visited my website in the last 30 days. Show me all of the people who have engaged with my Instagram profile in the last 60 days. This is an example of a custom audience. Show me all of the people who visited my page where the URL, also known as the web address, the URL of the page they visited contains blog forward slash coaching. That means that now I'm only targeting people who are reading coaching blogs. So very important to do. Um, so number 53 is the lookalike audience. This is pure gold. Out of all the different audiences that you can select in Facebook, and by the way, audience is half the battle when it comes to Facebook success. Out of all the audiences you could select, lookalikes are the best. So lookalike audiences is where you say to Facebook, here's a list of clients, just find more of them like that. Here's a list of 500 customers. You might upload their mobile names or email addresses to Facebook. Or here's a list of 600 Facebook likes on my page and link it to your Facebook page. Just find me 100,000 people who look like that. It's pretty much cheating. It's, it's the best. 54, detailed targeting. This is an option where you can target your audience. With where you can, it's just a little box on your Facebook ads that says detailed targeting. But you should be spending a lot of time there. 
This is where you can do things like they're interested in personal development. Uh, their job title contains nursing. They are interested in superannuation. They're using a Mac, uh, a Mac product instead of an Android product. They're connected to Wi-Fi or not. They recently got married. They're single. They recently moved to Brisbane. So there are so many things in detailed targeting if you just click around. It's, it's a very small box, kind of hard to miss for some, uh, but you should spend a lot of time there. Demographic. A good way to think of demographics is like a census. You know how the government sends out a census and says, what's your age, sex, gender, marital status, that kind of thing? That's what demographics are. Number 56, interest. So Facebook allows you to target based on interests of your audience. So when you add interest in your targeting, even more suggestions become available. So what I suggest people do is you might be thinking, all right, they need to be interested in you know, something like religion. So I'm going to put in religion. But I'm not sure what other words or what other things I could find except the word religion. That's fine. Once you put in one interest, there's a little button that says suggestions. And now Facebook will give you dozens of suggestions that are related to religion. Number 57 is behaviors. So behaviors are categories of interests that people, so categories of targeting that people have. So a, and the type of, a type of behavior would be if someone is living abroad, like they're not living in the city that they're from. That could be important if you're trying to advertise like renting a hire car or something like that. You can, you can um, advertise to people who are connected to Wi-Fi, you know, especially if you've got maybe a lot of video on your website or something like that. Number 58, detailed targeting expansion. This is that little box I mentioned before. Facebook is trying to send your ad to even more people. I would usually switch this off and not worry about it. Number 59, placement. This is where your ad is placed, such as Facebook news feed on the mobile, Facebook news feed on the desktop, Facebook stories, the audience network. If you've ever played any games or something on your mobile phone, you'll notice you get ads sometimes. That would be part of the audience network, Facebook Messenger, Instagram. So that's where, where your ad is placed. Um, number 60, automatic placement. So this is where your ads will automatically be shown to your audience in places they're likely to perform the best. So what that means is Facebook is just going to decide for you where to show your ad, as opposed to number 61, which is manual placement. You specifically choose where you want your ad to run. Why would you um, want to do that? Maybe because of the format of your ad. Format, by the way, this is going to be a bonus definition for you, if you can handle the bonus definition. Format is the type of format of your ad, such as is it an image? Is it a video? Is it a carousel? Is it a 15-second story? So certain placements have certain limitations on the format. So once again, if you don't know the definitions of all the words I, I just said then, you just have to start by understanding what each one of them means, to, just to understand that sentence. If you don't understand, I'll say it again, if you don't understand all the different formats that are available, then you won't know the best placement for your ad. So as an example, with Instagram, the longest you can place a video is now two minutes. It used to be one minute, they extended it to two minutes. If you want to place a story, usually that's um, going to be a vertical um, video. A vertical image or a vertical video is going to work best. So more portrait style as opposed to landscape style. So not really like a, um, like a, I guess you understand portrait and landscape. A TV is normally set in landscape and the, the way that you hold your mobile phone, 
you normally hold it in portrait um, mode. So if you've got a 15 second video that's done in portrait mode, that's not going to look very good on someone's you know, Facebook desktop newsfeed. So you might want to manually place it and only make that like a story or something like that. Where possible, I found if you're only going to do one kind of format, the best that works, the, the one that works the best rather is a square. When in doubt, just do a square because it will look good on someone's mobile phone and on their desktop. And it will look not the best, but it will look okay in stories. But since stories isn't a big money spinner for ads anyways, for most people, um, stories is one of my least concerns. Number 62, all devices. You may have seen when you're placing ads, you can place ads just to people who are on an iOS or an Android or, or um, a specific type of phone. So all devices means the type of device that they're on. Um, number 63, we're almost there. Hang in team. <laughs> the number 63 onwards, all these terms are going to be columns that you see on your Facebook ads manager. When you log in and you're trying to analyze the statistics of how well your Facebook ads are going, there's a whole bunch of stats. I'm going to read out the top most important ones. Number 63, we call it cost per acquisition. Sometimes people call it cost per action. You may have heard it called something like cost per result as well. But it's the cost to achieve a certain objective, like acquire a customer or lead. Number 64 is a result. So this is the number of times that that outcome has, has been achieved. So if your cost per result was like $2 for downloading an ebook, then the number of results, you could have had 20 results at $2 per CPA, therefore you've spent $40. Number 65 is reach. We've talked about this already, but this is the number of people who saw your ad at least once. The number of unique people who saw your ad at least once. So if I saw your ad twice on my mobile, and then I saw your ad once on my desktop, that reach is only one. Number 66, the frequency. This is the average number of times that each person saw your ad. So in that last example, your reach would be one because I'm only one person, but my, your frequency would be three. By the way, an average frequency of two is where it starts to get too high. I know it's <laughs> kind of like a very bad pun, but a frequency of two is too high. And when that starts to occur, what you want to do is um, you want to avoid what we call ad fatigue. Now people are just tired of seeing the same ad. So you need to do things like, Stop the ad, pause the ad, um, create a new type of ad, maybe go out to a new audience, like a new group of people, a new city or location, come up with a different angle or offer or image or video, just something that looks different or find a different person to market it to. Number 67 is impressions. This is the number of times your ad was seen on someone's screen, like a tablet, mobile phone or laptop. If, I, if I'm flicking through my newsfeed and I see your ad once, that's one impression. If I go to my desktop, that's another impression. So every time I see the ad, I don't have to do anything with the ad. doesn't mean I clicked it or anything. Every time I see the ad, I could see the ad five times in one day. That's five impressions. You typically pay per impression. So as a very ballpark figure, it will cost you about $40 per thousand impressions. So for every thousand people who sees your ad, it's going to cost you roughly $40. By the way, these figures are very, very rough. Like if I'm advertising, like right now, I'm from Australia, but if I'm advertising in the Philippines, the cost per impressions is a lot lower. It might be $8 per thousand impressions. If I'm advertising in America, it might be 60 Australian dollars per thousand impressions. If I'm advertising in a very niche, highly competitive market like 
the automotive industry, well, then that might be $80 for every thousand impressions. So it just depends. But as a very rough rule of thumb, it might be $40 per thousand impressions. Number 68, second last one. We're almost there. Delivery. This is the current status of your campaign ad set or ad. So common things would be your ad um, ad delivery is like paused, not running, active. So if you see that word delivery, that's whether or not your ads are getting delivered to someone. 69, the last one, the CPM. This is a very popular marketing term. It means cost per thousand impressions. So cost per thousand impressions. Whenever I see the letter M, I know it really should be I, but CPI stands for something else. The M is M impressions. That's how I kind of remember it. The average cost per thousand impressions you have. So there we have it, a whole bunch of 69 terms. Now I know that is a lot, lots and lots of information. If you want to see more how this fits together in a very high level and how Facebook ads are used and actually watch me set up a Facebook ad from scratch, which is going to require video to do, then I highly recommend you check out a free one-day webinar I put together called Marketing Made Easy. It's an on-demand webinar. So if you want to get access to it now, um, we generally view it, I think it's like twice per day, authentic.com.au forward slash marketing five. Authentic.com.au forward slash marketing five. I'm going to go through a comprehensive system on how I do the marketing and set up those Facebook ads from scratch for you so you can see um, what I'm actually doing there. So I hope you enjoyed those 69 definitions. And just once again, you don't have to get it all at once. Just keep listening and listening to this until it becomes second nature to you. And therefore, attracting clients, building a successful business, getting your marketing on point will become second nature too. It's the marketing mistake of the month. So this month's marketing mistake is all about being lazy. Now, (laughs) I know that it doesn't sound exactly like a mistake, but sometimes with marketing, it's easy to think, oh, you know what? I know that I really should create a couple of variations of this ad Uh, But I couldn't be bothered. I'm just going to chuck it up and see what happens. That's a mistake that I made this month. Just being a little bit lazy and complacent with your ads and not going through the proper checklist. So what I say is for each ad that you're running, you're never going to be a total mind reader, even the world's best marketer. They don't just create one version. You want to create at least three versions of the ad, even if that's a different image or different headline or something like that. Um, I was guilty of that this month and I kind of paid the price because the ads didn't go too well and only once it started to not go that well did I decide to create another two versions and then lo and behold, the third version worked really well, which happened to be, in my case, it was a picture of a koala. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought a picture of a koala would do better than a picture of Ben, who's my business partner, Benjamin Harvey, but it happened to be that way. So marketing mistake of the month, short and sweet because we went through those 69 definitions, which t- took a lot of time. Don't be lazy. That little voice inside your head that thinks, I really should do this, it's your intuition speaking. Just listen to it and follow it because in my experience, it's never guided me in an incorrect place. It's the Mindset Quote of the Month. So the Mindset Quote this month is from Albert Einstein and he said, not everything that counts can be counted. I'll say it again. Not everything that counts can be counted. I've used this in my own life from a mindset point of view. What it means is there are a lot of things that you can count. You know, you can count your bank account. I guess that's why there's a word count in bank account. But anyways, you can count your bank account. You can count things in, in marketing, but some things can't be counted specifically. So 
we're talking about Facebook ads here, so I'll see how it applies. You can look at all the stats and the metrics. You can look to your blue in the face and impression, reach and all of that. But sometimes the most obvious thing is that the person seeing your ad doesn't like it. So go back, look at your ad and just think to yourself, you know what? I know Facebook can't give me a score necessarily on how good this ad is, even if they try to. I've seen them try and score ads and they're just way off because it's just a computer trying to see how good an ad is. But if I was my ideal client sitting down on the train, scrolling through my mobile phone and I saw this ad, is it a compelling ad? Like really? Is it so hard to refuse and say no to this offer? or to read the next line of text, or to watch the next second of the video. If it's not, try and go back to the drawing board and just make it a compelling ad. Make them an offer that they can't refuse. Not everything that counts can be counted. So I know we talked about a lot of metrics and stats and stuff like that, but sometimes you just got to drop into that heart space and pretend to be your ideal client and think to yourself, is this ad not compelling? That's the reason why it's not working. And as soon as I fix that, all of these stats and bells and whistles and graphs all fall into place and now it looks amazing. So I hope that really helps you out. It's also helped me out in life as well. Not everything that counts um, can be counted because sometimes if you're anything like me, I get so caught up in the, in the numbers and stats and things that I can measure that you forget the things that are immeasurable like friendships, <laughs> like smiling, like exercise. It's hard to count some of those things. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. In the next episode, which comes out on the first Tuesday of the month, to make sure that you don't miss out, uh, I encourage you to subscribe. So if you want to subscribe, just go to authentic.com.au forward slash easy, or you can subscribe wherever you're listening to this now, Stitcher, if you're listening to it on Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, um, just hit the subscribe button as well. I would also appreciate if you could leave me a review So the reviews really help other people know that this is a podcast that is high in value. I like to think whenever I speak, whether it's on a social media, Facebook Live or a YouTube or a podcast, I'm delivering maximum value. If you want to go and leave me a review, all you got to do is go to authentic.com.au forward slash podcast review. Authentic.com.au forward slash podcast review. And I step you through how to leave a review or you can just figure out how to do it on whatever station you're listening to this podcast on. So thank you very much for listening. Until we meet again, just remember, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it started. You've been listening to Marketing Made Easy with Cham Tang. Cham is a marketing and client attraction expert. He shows people how to get a 500% return on every marketing dollar they spend, even if they're starting from scratch. With over 12 years experience in the business and personal development industry, Cham is a certified Facebook professional and has worked with Anthony Robbins, Dr. John Demartini and thousands of small businesses. Cham Tang is the head of marketing and co-founded Authentic Education in 2019 with Benjamin J. Harvey. The Huffington Post described it as Australia's leading training company in helping people do what they love. He has appeared in the media on SBS Insights, Sydney Morning Herald, ABC Radio and on news.com.au. With his dynamic and no BS presenting style, he is passionate about helping people attract more prospects, sell meaningful products and services and get rewarded for it. To stay up to date with the latest trends and inspiring tips, follow Cham on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube at Cham Tang Official.